We got some madness going on here. Happy Friday, everybody. It's March 1st, the very first episode of March. We have a very great month ahead for each and every single one of you. So let's start off with a great tweet cap and recap everything that's going on in this crazy world. So good stuff ahead, and we're so glad to have you join us. Ryan and Kara's here for this edition of the show. What's up, everybody? How's it going, Matt? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Glad to see everyone. It's March. We are inching closer to the spring. Ryan, it's your birthday month. Fun fact for everyone to know. At the, at the end, we are, we are nowhere near. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What day? What day? My boyfriend's at the end of March, too. Uh, 27th. You have the exact same birthday yeah. as my boyfriend. That's pretty yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. What a 27th. moment. Oh, how sweet. How sweet. Great people born on March 27th. Ryan, you know, is there anyone else famous uh, who shares you and Carl's boyfriend's birthday? There's got to um, be. There has to be, right? Yeah. But Carl, what's your birthday? Nothing? Just curious. Yeah. July 8th. Okay. I think I know somebody born on July 8th. It's telling yeah, me. See you. Ready? Get me. <laughs> want, want a couple of the big ones, Matt? Yeah. Mariah Carey. Oh. Brenda Song. Oh. Okay. Remember, That's a good one. remember Brenda Song? Um, Fergie. <laughs> wow, this Quentin is a pretty good one. Tarantino. Brendan Song, or Brenda Song did a... Uh... One of the main characters in Blue Eyed Samurai, like voiced one of them. Hell yeah, she, she's she, on she the really rise. good. I like that. How about you, Carl? You know who's born on your birthday? No idea. I can look it up. So my birthday's New Year's Eve, so it's already a holiday in itself. We also share with Anthony Hopkins and Diane von Frutzenberg, who is okay. a person. That's I got I got get... Kevin Bacon. Oh. <laughs> I'm um, I don't know, like any of these people. Oh, Jaden Smith! Wow, fantastic. That's like, like there's some big names, but most of them I just don't know personally. Ooh, so I, I guess a... not as fancy as yours. I got Val Matt, Kilmer. Matt, who is that person you said? Diane von Frutzenberg. Can you name three von Frutzenberg facts? No, I can't name right. one. Who is okay, right. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll find some for next episode. But this I, was I'm, the... I'm fascinated by Diane von Furzenberg. This was, you know, the they what they consider the most famous. But we have John Denver. No, oh, I know. For all our uh, parents who like his music. And Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Donna okay. Summer. Okay. So actually, do there is some good company here. Something we all have something in common and between, including Hunter Schaefer. I guess is an up and coming actor on the rise. Oh, I like nope. Hunter Schaefer. No oh, friend of the song, but no friend of the song. But no friend of the song, but that's okay. What's Hunter? Where do you? Where have you seen her? Her work? Uh, the New Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Let's get it then. And uh, she's a model as well. I'm pretty sure. I think she's in Euphoria, but I haven't seen Euphoria. I've just heard about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, if you want to be upset, watch that show. There's oh, you've seen, seen Euphoria? Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. I, like well, I think. I think she's a main character in Euphoria. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who this is. Yeah, you're Jules. right. Jules. Yeah, Jules. What a show, indeed. But as we do every week, let's recap what's going on in our crazy world. Where do I start today? All right.
right, let's start with another football player. Oh, Tom is, you know, greatest quarterback of all time. No big deal. And he was in a high-profiled marriage with Giselle Bunchen, who people thought if they could get through anything, anyone can. But they didn't. They got divorced. But so when we when they got a divorce initially around last fall, um, before you joined us, Car, me and Ryan did talk about this quite often. And everybody talked about, oh, Giselle's leaving Tom because, you know, he's choosing football over his family. Tom doesn't make enough time for Giselle. This, that, and the other. Yet one theory that was definitely an option might actually become true. Now, nothing's confirmed or denied, though. But according to a report from page six earlier this week, Tom Brady has accepted Giselle Bunch's romance with jiu-jitsu instructor began years ago. And what could this mean? Did Giselle Bunchin cheat on Tom Brady? Was that... What caused the divorce would make sense. And we didn't see that as an option when it initially broke. So let me just say the story is, as mentioned in the in the um in the headline, Tom Brady reportedly has accepted ex-wife Giselle Bunch's Roman romance with Joaquin Valente that began years ago, according to trusted source, the Daily Mail. The former NFL stars learned to adapt to a new dynamic in his family is now in after P- page six exclusively reported that supermodel and her jiu-jitsu trainer were a couple and are deeply in love. Says it here, quote, Tom has been dating and is all about growing his relationship with Giselle and moving it to a place where they can co-parent, or source told page six. Though an insider told people that Bunchen, despite this, people say that Bunchen and Valente did not begin dating until 2018, eight months after they finalized their divorce. But I don't know. There's another quote from Daily Mail saying, if she wants to have people think she's dating Joaquin only since June, so be it. But they have been together longer, and they aren't taking it slow. And Tom has accepted. Now I get it. Comparing People Magazine to the Daily Mail is like (laughs) comparing a knife to a gun. So completely different. Some are more credible than others. But... Wouldn't it make sense if Giselle was tired of Tom Brady? Especially yeah. in the end of his career, that she was just seeing other options as many other people do in failing relationships, whether whole high profiled or not. Yeah, I don't know that our initial reaction was wrong. Where we're like, we think we I mean the obviously we made the made the claim that Tom Brady fumbled his marriage with a supermodel. That was the that was the point. Um, and I think that could still be true, even if she did cheat on him, um, which, again, the Daily Mail saying that she cheated on Tom Brady doesn't mean that she did. But um, I don't know. The idea that uh, all the stuff we said led her to uh, infidelity. Again, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but I could believe that. I could believe that there was infidelity. Because yeah, I was, the say, is there, was... was there any like evidence? Like you said, you guys covered it before was there of, any like evidence infidelity? that she was yeah that she had been cheating or anything no no we this never was the first time that. the idea of cheating yeah. actually brought up now and this was like i said uh, this when they first divorced was about a year and some change ago but mm-hmm. we all pretty yeah. much said it's tom's fault this is your fault this is this yeah. is uh um you you did this to yourself 
for choosing football again. You played, you mm-hmm. ended your career at 22 seasons. I think you were fine at 21 seasons, but it had to be 22. But we never accounted that maybe he's getting cuckolded. Oh, wow. <laughs> was at the time. Uh, uh, and no, I mean that as the right. sense that just getting cheated on, you know, yeah. not witnessing but, the cheating. But, but yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, everybody. I mean it in that sense. Everybody collectively, like the jokes, the memes about it were all very much of the mind that Tom Brady choosing to unretire again you know, was the problem. Uh, that, that Had choice, she like voiced displeasure about it? I, it was rumors. I don't believe she yeah. ever like. Outright I, said. I think, yeah. No, she never outright said that she wanted him to retire, but it was pretty clear from like the way that her demeanor changed at the games and all that. And the rumors circulating that it seemed that she was definitely not into another season. Uh, so we all just assumed that when he, when he had he said, I had one more season, that was the end. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I mean, you know what, Matt, it could be. And if it can happen to Tom, it can happen to anyone. So fellas, you got to treat your woman, right. Or, or women treat your men, right. Everyone treat Seriously. their partner right. Yeah. Because if Tom Brady can find himself on the outside with his uh with his partner's jujitsu instructor, so can you. So can you. Or don't do jujitsu. One of the two. You got you gotta make a stand though. I know one of those seven two. Super Bowls, more than literally more than every single NFL franchise, and yet you're tired of them. There's you know what they say. Somebody can be so wanted, but there's somebody else tired of them, no matter what gender you are. Yeah. City of Boston will take Tom Brady, though. I mean, re-embrace him. Like, like the most beautiful women in the world have been cheated on by, like, some butt-ass ugly dudes and vice versa. So (laughs) The craziest one is Hugh Laurie with Elizabeth, um, what's her name? Uh, it's a definitely it's a '90s reference, but I think he was caught with like a just a distraught prostitute. Hmm? And I don't know. Have you seen the first Austin Powers? Yes. Yeah. So you know his love interest. Uh, oh, she's her. a genuinely great actress. Yeah, she she was cheated on with somebody, and I will be nice for the air for now, but I would say meaner words. Did I say Hugh Laurie? No, um, fuck, not Hugh. You Laurie. did, but <laughs> um, I didn't think you meant Hugh. Laurie. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. I meant another English <laughs> That's actor. That's worse. That's worse. Yes, Hugh Grant. You know, just came off being a Noompa Loompa. He did. But, <laughs> uh, I heard that's the yeah. funniest part of that movie. <laughs> oh man, this this actually might be a good. You know what? Why don't we just transition now with it? Because I didn't mean to mention it already, but might as well. Let's keep the Willy Wonka references going. Ryan, you're, oh better, you're a better you're better suited with this story than me. So why don't you introduce the audience why Willy Wonka would be trending once again? Well, Willy Wonka is trending along with the unknown man uh, over in Glasgow across the pond from us here in North America. Uh, there was an advertised Willy Wonka experience. So, you know, like those pop up experiences that you get for like friends or the titanic or whatever a lot of big cities will have them they're usually in like an office floor or warehouse or whatever. yeah pop-up shop but, or pop-up exactly experience. but they're usually you know they're usually pretty they're expensive but they're usually pretty well run and they have something to offer you well this was something similar a pop-up experience 
uh, generate the uh, all of the artwork was generated by AI, and it was promising a Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory experience for children and families. It was like thirty five pounds uh, to to attend this thing. Uh, so people came, people were interested in this experience, and when they arrived, they uh, you know they did not find a world full of imagination, as Willy Wonka once sang. It was basically <laughs> it was a big old warehouse um very little decorations they had a couple of like weird uh like weird tree looking things just kind of hanging out they had uh, like murals but they weren't even painted on the wall they were just like on sheets of paper hanging from the wall um the kids arrived and received a singular jelly bean and a cup <laughs> of lemon and, and a cup of lemonade and then an actor uh who did end up speaking out uh saying that it was not his idea he was not the person who started this he was hired to play Willy Wonka came and led the kids through the chocolate factory which is again cannot stress this enough look at the images it's an empty warehouse with some like you know posters hanging around it um and they go through an immersive adventure that has nothing to do with the Willy Wonka show uh like the Willy Wonka movie there's a new villain called the unknown man who lives in the walls terrifying really really enjoyed that uh and there were two singular oompa loompas making <laughs> candy um they looked very very sad and also it looked like they had a high school chemistry set in front of them to make the candy uh parents were upset the police were called um and at this point one of the two oompa loompas <laughs> and the person who played willy wonka have since come forward and said that they were hired to do this that that was not their idea uh, the script was completely AI generated, they said. Uh, they could tell that no one had actually written it. Um, and basically, this was so, so bad that the police were called to arrest people. And it's really funny. <laughs> I recommend looking at all of it. I feel bad for the kids. Do not feel bad for their parents. Um, I don't know. Willy Wonka is a hard one to pull off. I feel like you don't want to be opening night for the Willy Wonka pop-up experience. You want to know at least one person who has been to the Willy Wonka pop-up experience before you go. Uh, but they didn't follow that rule. And this is what happened. You know what this reminds me of? Um, have you heard of DashCon? No, what's that? There, oh, you got to look that up. It's like a very similar experience. Tumblr users tried to make a, a convention on their own one time. And they <laughs> promised all this stuff. And... Uh, when people showed up, there was just like this big room with like a tiny kid sized ball pit in the middle of the room. And people <laughs> were just sitting in the ball pit until somebody like a few days later, or the next day just peed in the ball pit. And then the whole thing was over. But it was Whoa. it was it was I, horrible. I, <laughs> oh, my God. I see it right now. It's yeah. Dash con from July 11th to July 13th, 2014. So down in Illinois, less than 350 people showed up. $15,000 and oh my god yeah they, they yeah and at what at one point they uh they had to beg the people that were there for more money because they didn't have enough money to like uh pay the hotel and the hotel was going to kick them out so they like <laughs> they collected everyone into a room and they were just begging them for money so that they could keep it going man this this Willy Wonka Charlie have this you... Willy Wonka experience <laughs> Yeah, I, I, but like, wait, would you say 35 pounds for this? I believe it was 35. I feel uh, like so, that should have been the first hint. Isn't that like really cheap for one of these? I can't. Yes, I would say like I went to 
Uh, there was a pop-up here in the D.C. area called the Museum of Failure, which I did go to. And oh, that we paid, fun. like, it was fun. It was all, like, a bunch of failed products from, like, the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s through to today. Really? It was very Is... fun. Yeah, it was super cool. They had, um, Did they sell food? No. Like, failed food? <laughs> I'm just curious, uh, they had, like, you They know. displayed some, but they, like, they displayed, like, like the colored ketchup, you know, the ketchup that was, like, blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that stuff. Um, yeah, they had, like, display, but they didn't have any actual food to eat. But anyway um so we went to that and that i want to say was 60 something dollars um to go to so yeah 30 if if it's roughly equivalent like if 35 pounds is roughly 35 ish dollars then yes i would say that that's pretty pretty low yeah and Um, also considering that like to to actually achieve the whole vibe of the willy wonka chocolate factory it's it takes so much that that's just not going to cover it. Well, that's yeah. that's just that's what it is. Like, it's one thing when, like, that's such a hard thing to recreate. Like, oh, I mean, right? Like, Did a- you know? I just want to say that that film, the the factory in that that wasn't shot in America. They shot that in Germany, West Germany at the time, huh. and more resources to do that. But yeah, it is as elaborate as a set as you can come, and that is a legendary movie with a legendary Gene Wilder performance. Yeah, it's so one the idea that you're going to be able to do that on a shoestring budget is crazy. I mean, I heard the thought like the Titanic one is very good, but that has to cost a ton of money because they had to rebuild rooms in the Titanic for you to go visit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So the the idea that this wouldn't be expensive is crazy. Um, but also, I I do love that they decided against just spending the time to make a good chocolate factory for the kids to explore and run around in, they came up with a story. Yeah, I've seen TikToks of the villain, dude. He's like, actually, didn't children cry? <laughs> a legit villain. <laughs> they had people cry. And when one goes, oh, oh it's the unknown man. That's the, <laughs> name, the name of the villain is the unknown man who lives in the wall. Um, he comes out of the wall. And what? I don't... I th- I think he's supposed to be a rival chocolate maker, but he just looks like something out of a horror movie. He's like the Baba Duke. What's what form of failure? <laughs> the nightmare Willy Wonk experience, Dash Con, Dash Fire Con. Fest. they were stranded there. Yeah, because be, because of the 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 extent, it's got to be stranded on an island. Yeah. It has to be Fire Fest. Oh yeah. Fire Festival of the Week. Like if we're going, right? if we're going extent of harm caused, it's Fire Festival Dash Con, and then this. This is just so yes. stupid. Dash yes. Con. <laughs> all this really, all this really did was cost a bunch of parents thirty five bucks and the police like an hour. The police had to show up and like see all these crying kids and get it sorted. What was going on? So other than police resources for like an hour and all those parents paid thirty five dollars that they're just not going to get back. This didn't hurt anybody. I, I will say. <laughs> I am all for like Blumhouse coming up with the Willy Wonka experience movie. <laughs> the unknown man was genuinely terrifying, and I think they can make a real horror movie out of the unknown man concept Once from the, the uh, IPs available, <laughs> yes, I, what... I, well, yeah, the people who created it. If you're listening, don't worry about your legal troubles. Don't worry about oh. your fraud claims. You have to trademark the unknown man. You have got to do it. You can make money. <laughs> it's the unknown man. It's, it's coming. The unknown man. It does man seem like a very a literal roll all. How do you ever pronounce it? Roll all doll. Roll all doll. Yeah. Roll doll. Roll doll. Yeah. Pretty much creepy Dr. Seuss. 
Dr. I mean, yeah, a, a little bit, but this that'd was be a character all... you actually write, though. The unknown man. Well, That's this was, was apparently saying. all AI. Oh, pfft. the entire story was written by AI. <laughs> <laughs> and they came up with the unknown man. You know, one thing I learned lives in the wall. <laughs> oh, man. Wait a minute. Just wait a couple years. Then they will <laughs> think of something terrifying. I know. That's what I'm saying. So they got a, a trademark it now and they can make all their money from this failed venture. When someone decides that they want to make, you know, that indie movie about the the indie horror movie about Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, because that's where the money is, and they they can cash in on that. Oh, unbelievable stuff! Now, why don't we talk about people who like to cash in on people, like the NFL cashing in on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? So we have an update. What's going on? So. Travis went to Sydney. Nice to see. Blah, blah, blah. We see him partying a lot lately. So a report from the Daily Mail said that Taylor Swift has banned Travis Kelsey from going to strip clubs. Says, quote, Swift has set strict. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, It has, quote, Swift has set strict rules for Kelsey to follow in their relationship. After Travis wore a T-shirt from a Las Vegas adult bar, I mean, why aren't Swifties coming after Travis for this? I mean, he's an adult; he can go to a, a bar. Well, it's not okay. According, okay. you can't do that to the queen. I, I mean, it's just <laughs> depend. It's a relationship boundary, right? Some people are fine with it; some people aren't. Hmm. So I'm going to start. But how do saying... the Swifties feel? That's mainly why I brought this up. How um... do the Swifties feel? I'm going to this, start, Matt. The old Travis is coming out to go to the strip club. Well, I'm going to start, Matt, by saying I checked everywhere to try and <laughs> se- I looked for a second source on this everywhere, and I could not find one. There was this and then what, like, J-A-P meme, the NFL meme page, posted <laughs> <J-P> this. <football. laughs> there we go, yeah. So I've seen two sources, both of them connecting to this Daily Mail article. So I can't. I can't in good conscience say I even believe it, to be honest with you. But assuming that it's true, I think the Swifties are going to give Travis a little grace here. He's never been part of a major media machine before, and now he's in one, Taylor Swift media machine, and he's got to learn the rules. And you can't you can't be mad at someone for, for not knowing the rules. So if that's a real rule, because they have to protect Taylor's image, then so be it. I'm sure he'll follow it. I think he probably just didn't know. That'd be my yeah. guess. What do you yeah. think, Matt? What do you think? This, I, I think know. the Swifties are going to give him a pass. Give They're him some grace him. On this They one. like him enough to give him a pass. Well, he didn't know, right? You got to give people. He you know, didn't know. <laughs> one warning. He got. He's got his warning. So now he got next his warning time. from the community. I yeah, mean, it's better than time. some other NFL reports that we've seen this week. Justin Jefferson and a. Uh, the the wide receiver for the Vikings is in a paternity mm. lawsuit. We got Tyreek Hill in another lawsuit with another woman. This is definitely tame compared to that. So at least we appreciate that. Have you guys? Sorry to uh, hijack this just a bit, but no, have good. you guys heard the AI Taylor Swift song that came out about Travis? Oh no. oh no! Oh, I've heard it. Yeah. People on oh, TikTok. No, no, no. Yeah. Can you technically People play on- that? I feel like you could play yeah, that, right? You could play that one. Yeah. Gotta find that look before that it got trademarked. Yeah, you okay. look that up. I'll, I'll Travis explain. Kelsey's AI song. Okay, continue though. So Taylor, Taylor Swift's fans are showing their boyfriends this AI song. Pretty well done, I must say. 
Is it called? Um, uh, I, to, sorry to interrupt. Is it called yeah. the Ring or is it called Titan? I'm going off uh, the that, first. Year. That I don't remember. I I know the lyrics when I hear it, but I don't I don't know the uh, the name of the song. Um, I didn't know there was a name to the song to be honest with you. But um, they've been playing you, it for boyfriend. Do you want me to play it really quick? Sure. We'll... Let's see if we hear. It. I hope it's the right okay. one because that'll be. It's, it's very funny. Okay, so this is allegedly the Ring. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey song created by AI. Okay, here it is. Let's get that going. So here it is. The Taylor Swift AI song. So happy that my There's just one more minute. There's just 30 more seconds. line was the one that i've heard the most <laughs> I've, I've so the beginning of it is people are playing it for their boyfriends and saying that it's a real song that she released about uh about travis kelsey uh the line yeah. where i'm so glad that my travi made it to the big game uh, my travi <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, uh God. see what this is the kind of taylor swift ai content we need we talked yes. about some bad we some bad stuff before. More Taylor Swift AI songs, less Taylor Swift AI images, please, NFL fans. This is what we need. But yeah, it's it's going around on uh, TikTok, people playing it for like their dads and their brothers and their boyfriends who are football fans, pretending yeah. that it's a real song to get their reaction and you know, all the content that comes around that sort of that sort of video with the the candid reaction. But it's their world. We're just living in it. And I guess my last quote, the one thing I want to last Travis Kelsey related thing. It's in it's in two months, but the NFL drafts in two months, right? At the end of April. And think about Kelsey. I don't know if a lot of people realize he's at the very end of his career. Well, not very end. He's got two more years left on his contract, but 34 has played over 11 years, which is insane. And long story short, there is a tight end at the University of Georgia named Brock Bowers who might be available when um, he might be available when the Chiefs are drafting. Say they draft him. Will the Swifties hate Brock Bowers? No, no. <laughs> they, they're not Chiefs fans. <laughs> they're, they're they're Taylor Swift fans. Um, I guess they'll be a little mad if this Brock Bowers starts over Travis Kelsey, but that won't happen. So, I mean, most schemes, right? They run a two-person tight end. 
like that's that's a very mm-hmm. common scheme to run. So you can still get Brock Bowers plenty of reps while letting Travis stay in as the I don't primary. Know. Everything anything against the Swifties in every aspect. But I it's assume not don't them. go it's, there. Yeah, but it's not against them. If it's you just... what is Taylor's most hated color, if you wear that, the Swifties will be upset. Again, I think if he retires, obviously no harm, no foul. If if he doesn't play, I think maybe they'll be a little bummed. They'll certainly stop watching the games if she stops going because he's not playing. But he'll never not play, so it won't ever be a problem. All right, let me show you something right here, just transition. All right, let me show you this picture, right? What do we mm-hmm. see here? Pretty normal-looking photo, right? This is I a suppose. woman throwing a tree. Pretty funny, right? Look at her with her big tree, standing, looking healthy. Everything th- seems fine, am I right? So you can see this. And for those watching on YouTube, those people listening, um, she is throwing a tree, a big tree, too. Now, what's ironic about this? So according to this, this happened in Ireland. Apparently, the headline says, Mom loses $800,000 disability case after photos emerge of her winning a tree-throwing competition. Hmm. A woman in Ireland lost more than $800,000 in an injury lawsuit stemming from a car crash after photos showed her launching a Christmas tree during a post-holiday competition and winning the event. Camilla Grabska, 36, sued an insurance agency in the country, RSA Insurance, after a 2017 car crash she claimed caused her caused her debilitating debilitating (laughs) exactly good catch of that way we restart that camilla grabska sued an insurance agency in the country rsa insurance after a 2017 car crash claimed she caused her debilitating neck and back pain that prevented her from holding down a job for five years and she's a mom of two and apparently she is a big liar (laughs) can you imagine Can you imagine just the opposing lawyer, just the gold? <laughs> this, like, this could they'd literally say this could not be any easier. <laughs> exactly. Exhibit A, I rest my case. She threw a whole tree. <laughs> I like the pants say, I just can't. As she tosses a Christmas tree, however many feet. She won. So presumably she tossed it far. <laughs> uh, my goodness. If you have 800K on the line, you just you set out the Christmas tree throwing contest. You know what I mean? You just don't go. <laughs> Just chill in a wheelchair for a little bit. Just veg out. Yeah, I would have. My wife would be pulling me in a red wagon if I had to convince people that I was disabled for eight hundred. Yeah, I would never move in public again. So <laughs> the idea that uh, the idea that um, she thought that she could have her cake and throw a tree was is crazy to me. But I will say, I don't know what kind of money is in tree throwing, but if there is any, she is the most famous tree thrower of all time. Uh, without a doubt, based on just this news article alone. So maybe there's a way to turn that into something. I don't know. Oh, man. How could you get embarrassed so much? It's just a goofy way to get caught. That's the I mean, It's not even so embarrassing. It's like, what are you doing? Like, don't, Ireland, don't... Ireland is, they have like so many strange competitions, I think. Are they the ones that have the wife carrying competition? Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah. It totally could be. Uh, I mean, that feels very like Kentucky I, too, to I, be honest with you. But I, I, it's definitely overseas. I feel like it's Ireland, but I could be totally wrong. But yeah, 
just feels yeah. like something they do. It does, but just, you know, don't. <laughs> if you're disabled, don't. <laughs> if you're disabled. <laughs> well, yeah, certainly if you're air quotes disabled, don't because someone will catch you. But if you are disabled, also for real, don't do it. It's A, could cost you money that you need, and B, could hurt your back or something. But um, her back seemed fine, I will say. She, uh, she sent that tree flying, so. She won. Good for her. Champion. You know what? Glass half full. Girl boss. Yeah. She lost all her money, but she's a champion. And that means something. Oh, what a silly person on this one. Okay. So I got another story for you. I'm sorry to my mother on this one, but I have to comment on her boy getting in trouble. Andy Cohen refutes cocaine and booze-drenched lawsuit from Leah McSweeney. All right, the Real Housewives kingpin, and this is from Deadline, by the way. The Real Housewives kingpin Andy Cohen has faced a number of accusations and unsavory allegations of late, but a cocaine-fueled favoritism and booze-bullying lawsuit today from Leah McSweeney has raised his ire. But it says, quote, Defendant Cohen's provide." Proclivity for cocaine usage with his employees is well known throughout the Real Housewives franchise. McSweeney's complaint alleges against the producer and host she calls, quote, the Real Housewives omnificent ringleader in the filing, quote, defendant Cohen intentionally uses cocaine with his employees to further promote a workplace culture that thrives off drug and alcohol abuse, which leads to the failure which leads to a failure to accommodate employees who are disabled and attempting to remain substance-free, it adds. Okay, tough one on that one. I will say, Andy Cohen, from what I've known, and I've read his books, he likes to party. Uh, who wants to say, you think there's some validity to this? You know, those Real Housewives, are they look pretty crazy. Does somebody have a little... Um, Blowski on somewhere. Get a little I mean, crazy. Yeah. yeah, Andy has it, man. I don't... <laughs> you, um, you think this is true, Ryan? I do. Um, oh. I, I do think it's true. I, I mean, like you said, Andy Cohen is a known partier. Like that's just like that's something he's admitted. We saw him get absolutely hammered on a what New Year's Eve on a number of occasions to the point where they had to ban drinking for the hosts on that thing. So yeah, he likes to get after it. He likes to have a good time. Uh, and I think that personally, that's fine, but he's running a business. You know, he is these people's boss and that comes with a different set of rules. And I do think that it's bad that he promotes all that with his employees. Uh, what he does in his own personal time is, his own, of course, but I think that he probably shouldn't be so open about it. He probably shouldn't be encouraging other people to do it because, uh, I mean, in addition to just keeping people who want to be sober, sober, right? Like making it impossible to work there while maintaining your sobriety. Uh, there's probably some people who work there who are not trying to maintain their sobriety who should out and out consider it. And so <laughs> that's going to make it very hard too. And, you know, if all it takes is one person to do something bad, right? To, to have a little too much one day. And now this goes from Andy Cohen is reckless to Andy you know, Cohen is recklessly liable for a car accident or whatever. 
So uh, I think this is actually the best time for him to have gotten hit with this. Hopefully it changes the behavior and he kind of settles it down with his employees and doesn't do that because it could be so much worse than an accusation that he's created this, you know, hostile environment. Uh, it could be a, lawsuit, a wrongful death lawsuit or whatever, you know? I've never seen Real Housewives and I know nothing about him, but uh, I think he did it because when I look in his eyes, I see cocaine. Bro looks like he, <laughs> he just, he looks 100% like a dude that does cocaine. <laughs> So oh, you've never boy. heard you've never heard Andy Cohen like speak either. You've never like seen his like his I'm a I'm aware of his existence. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh not he, much more than that. Yeah, I mean Matt, I think you Matt, you would agree with this. He definitely has like a he has like a mischievous kind of streak about his on screen character anyway. Like he likes to stir up the pot a little bit. He likes to get oh, people yeah. fired up. And he's so a, again, definitely. Yeah. He's a devious little guy. He is. I think he is. De- and it's, you know, it's this, you know, to get the controversy for the show, obviously it's, it's all based around views, but he definitely has that, you know, that mischievous streak in him. Um, yeah. And I could just see this kind of playing into that idea. Like, you know, let's get everybody just kind of, you know, loose, right. They give everybody a good time, quote unquote, you know, and then get them on camera to talk about one another and to bring up all these things they're mad about. I, I I know it just it makes too much sense to me that he would do that personally. Yeah. So when that? is somebody going to hold him accountable, whether at Bravo or NBC, or is he getting a pass? I mean, he's got this happening to him right now. I think that this investigation will probably go forward. Um, I I think that they'll probably find he did it. I, I don't know what accountability looks like. I don't know that he even needs to lose his like his at least his on-camera position. I know he's got a lot of power off-camera and they might want to reconsider that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, they might want to get some real, like, suits behind him to do some, like, HR stuff. But I don't think you'll get rid of Andy Cohen, like, on TV Andy Cohen for cocaine use. Uh, he's The number of people who are on TV that use cocaine is, I would presume, incredibly high so uh yeah yeah if you got rid of everyone on tv who's used cocaine then there'd be like three people who could work on tv so i think that they won't get rid of his show or anything but they may restructure backstage give him more of a boss right like less free reign to do whatever he wants less kind of authority over the rest of the show like hit cast but uh i don't see him having any visible they're not gonna fire if that's what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> He's too liked and liked by a lot of people to get fired. But if it was somebody else, well, no, I mean, would you different. fire? Would you fire your star over cocaine? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like if the public didn't care, they wouldn't like give any kind of uh, like repercussion at all. But. Uh, if, yeah. Like if the public cares, like they have to do something just for the the image of it, right? And like again, yeah, I think it, so too. He's not selling, right? He's not distributing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's different. That that's prison. I, 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 assuming he's not carrying enough drugs to go to prison, uh, which doesn't sound like what's happening. You, would you fire Jeremy Allen White from the Bear because he did cocaine? I'm not saying he does cocaine. I'm just saying as an example. He, I. 
he also has the look to him, but like double. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I think he probably used to. I think he's, a, he's <laughs> no. I think he's recovering. Right. I oh, think is he? True. Yeah. Uh, at least from alcohol, if not other substances. But either way, um, no. The answer is no. You wouldn't fire someone off a hit TV show for yeah. using cocaine. Uh, that's just not how. Maybe you should. But that's just not how that system works. It's not how show business is going to ever operate. So the idea that Andy Cohen would be the one who gets fired after having... I feel like uh, maybe they'll make him or force him to go to like some kind of like rehab maybe, just for yeah. show. Yeah, I could see that, you know. Like I'm see I would like to better myself and uh, right. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, the apology, like I'm yeah. seeking help, you know, trying to get clean, whatever. Maybe not, but I just don't. I don't think that there's going to be a, a serious uh, repercussion for him, regardless of what happens, yeah. because he's he's a star and they would protect their stars. All all shows would not just not just NBC and not just Bravo. Definitely, definitely, definitely. OK. Let us do something important. Let us do something else now. Let me tell you something. If there is an issue in your life, sometimes you need to complain on social media <laughs> because if you have enough backlash and enough support, you will you will get what you want. I promise. And a great example of that don't promise is what happened to Wendy's, right? This week, backlash came for the great ah, damn. I'm literally reading this and the stupid APs put an ad in front of my um me reading their articles, which we will fight another day. Stupid Papa Babs. But here, this report mm. from the Associated Press. A social media backlash was apparent this week because a media report said that the fast food chain Wendy's had plans to increase menu prices during its busiest hours showed a limited to where, when, and for what U.S. customers will trade more cash for convenience. So long story short, Wendy's was going to do surge pricing during its busiest hours. They were going to rise the prices for you to feel sicker, for you to get annoyed, and for the audacity to pay not only. It's already stupid enough to spend $6 on a biggie bag. These people were going to make you pay $9. And there was <laughs> enough backlash from people on the Internet where Wendy's had to co out, where the Wendy CEO had to say, "We're not doing it anymore." And you know what was funny? Burger yeah. King responded by, for the next three days, free Whoppers for everybody. Twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and March first, you get a free Whopper at Burger King because of Wendy's. What a joke! Am I right? Yeah, I don't know who's idea that was surge pricing for food i mean well the dumb ceo until he got called out yeah yeah and then i read the article and he tried to say oh oh we're not talking about surge pricing i mean like we're gonna try and give our customers the best discounts like for certain times of the day yeah, yeah times uh -huh. when no one's there. you're gonna you're gonna spend like what was it 20 million to implement this system in a few joints just so that you guys can give people better discounts yeah okay i mean like so uber uses surge pricing most of those like ride share apps transportation apps use surge pricing but the thing with it is you don't really feel it as much right 
because there are times when you need a car at like 2 a.m., right? Because you're going to the airport, right? And then there's times when you need a car at like, you know, 10 p.m. because you're going out to the bar. And you just, you need a car when you need a car. And so sometimes it'll be a busy night. Your price is up. Sometimes it won't be. Your price is down. <laughs> with food, with food, like Wendy's, lunchtime is the same time pretty much every day. So the surge pricing would basically just look like this. High at breakfast, down. Way high at lunch, down. High again at dinner, down. Yeah, they also said that they were looking at uh, like uh, having weather be included as well. So what, like if it's sunnier and people are coming in as opposed to right. if it's like there's a big storm. Well, that's what I mean. So basically, and then the way it would surge is, so if for some reason there's a really sunny day and everyone's decided post-lunch, pre-dinner, they're going to go out and they're grabbing some food because they're going to go on like a, I don't know, go for a picnic or something. They're going to go to Wendy's for some reason. Then it would go up in that random time because people were using it so much more, right? But just in general, so that, I mean, that's pretty standard surge pricing, actually. But the idea, like, food is just so, like, it's such, it's on such a cycle. It's so cyclical that basically just means the time that you need food because you haven't eaten. Now it's expensive. That's the expensive time. (laughs) Always. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you could need a ride at, like, 120. And so you might get a cheap ride. And that will pay, in theory, for the expensive ride you get at uh you know 8 a.m to get to work because it's it's random but you always need to eat when you're hungry you're not going to be like well i'm going to be hungry at uh you know 2 14 today post-lunch pre-dinner or whatever like that's not how it works people eat when they have a lunch break and whatnot so it was just always going to be more expensive for people to eat at Wendy's. they were going to make more money they were not going to lose any money and I don't know how he thought no one would catch on to that. Like literally stupid CEO. If if I'm yeah. Wendy's if I'm a Wendy's board member right now, I'm strongly considering whether I have any confidence in the CEO of Wendy's because And do a vote of confidence succession style? I mean, I don't think it'd be succession style. I think it's probably more complicated than that if I had to guess, but yeah, maybe cuz literally how did they think no one would catch on? That just noon every day, from noon to two every day, was going to be the most expensive time to go to Wendy's. That's never going to change. I don't know. To me, it feels like absolute insanity that he thought people would think that surge pricing would work for food. All it will do is cost people more money. That's it. There's no way to save money with surge pricing. Yeah. If ride shares, you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah they're I, willing I mean, to let you risk your life and or get your Uber. And it just it just feels yeah. like baseline immoral to do this with food as opposed to like a form of transportation. Well, right, because everyone needs to eat too. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. that, yes, that is another thing. Um, but I don't know. I'm glad that I mean, the memes have been funny, you know, taking like stock movies like The Big Short and all these things and yeah. replacing it with like burgers and like baconators. Yeah. Those have all been very funny. So I'm glad we got that out of this. But I, I hope this puts an end. I mean, we need to put an end to surge pricing in general, my opinion. But yeah. I hope this puts an end to the idea that things like food, because I'm, I say we put into it. Surge pricing is always kind of a thing. Like the market after a long period of time goes up when there's a lot of people in it. So if a lot of people are buying, things get more expensive, right? But that's like over time and it's a little bit more restrained. 
the idea that you're going to manufacture higher prices based on demand in real time is uh i i don't know i find it's i, I find that it's bad. just gross yeah <laughs> i don't love that uh but i definitely don't love it for wendy's because again it's food there isn't the surge just means it's more expensive to eat lunch that's the surge there's no you know what i mean there's no time yeah. around it so that's yeah. my thoughts on I think it's fair, especially for food that, listen, it'll just get you sick. You you are not only paying a lot more to curb your hunger, but you're getting sick off it, too. That's the drug in itself, oh, yeah, I mean, almost. Well, yeah, but that's Wendy's uh, all the time. Even if the prices are low, it, it, Wendy's is bad for you. So I won't blame the surge pricing on it being bad for you. But I will say, no, I will blame to it pay for twice that. I will much. blame it that. <laughs> but paying twice as much that. to get sick. That's bad. Uh, but yeah, Wendy's in general, again, bad for you. I agree with Matt. But... Uh, they use sea salt on their fries. They do. Have you considered that? Very healthy. I mean, it's Damn. better than... <laughs> they, they, tried to make, they tried to make it because, well, it's from the sea, so it must work. In all natural from the sea. I will say, <laughs> as much as the Burger King from response is funny, it is funny. <laughs> If you want to be mad about it, Burger King is just as bad for you as Wendy's, and now they're handing the food out to people. I have never had a, I have never had a Burger King burger in my life. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> missing that much. I won't lie to you, Matt. What do you think? What What is your stance on Burger? Man, they have a lot of bad ingredients in it. Well, but in general, the the taste. Like, what what do you think of the taste of Burger? Yeah, it's fine. Nothing special. I agree. If I had to pick. I agree. I really did like Wendy's, but they got worse throughout the years. Um, yeah, I mean, no, no, no fast food is absolutely spectacular. I guess the Big mm. Mac's good, but yeah, I do not think it feeling is McDonald's. It. McDonald's. Is I guess I, if I had to pick the the best taste, like I said, fast food really at this point for me, it's more of emergency situation. Well, I won't say emergencies, mm -hmm. but when you're in a bind and there's nothing. It is easier. You get a, you could get a full meal for seven dollars, or depending on what what's your standard, instead of eleven dollar burrito. But that's you know the ironic part. We wanna, we wanna be a healthier society, yet it's extremely expensive to eat healthy. All yeah. yeah. So yeah, like when I oh, I buy groceries for me and my boyfriend, uh, it's like four hundred dollars for like yeah wow two Jesus. weeks because i cook i cook a lot i use good ingredients um but then if we were to order out for an entire week or entire two weeks it's almost the same amount of money as buying groceries that's a problem don't you think yeah like yeah. I'm, sh I'm i'm sure like if we like shopped ex exclusively for deals and like planned our meals around that we could save quite a bit of money but like i don't know we well, then you run so into that time. quality. You run into the quality yeah. issue again too. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, if you if you look just for deals, you'll end up buying stuff that's not as good. Yeah, and like and, I don't yeah. I don't like meat that much, so I'm very picky with like the meat I get. So right. he has to go to the butcher to get me meat because oh, I you just... have a butcher. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right, that's... I am about to introduce you all to a new segment, and it's called. Yeah. Let me show you this Instagram. So I'm showing you three <laughs> Instagram accounts of commentate of content creators on the rise. Um, hopefully they're big. Hopefully they want to be a part of this show in some capacity. Love to interview them. 
And I'm simply just amazed by these people's content. And I'm just going to show you what they do. So I got three accounts for you today. And we'll start with somebody known as Duracell E. Franco Iolia. That is F E F R A N C O G I O I A. I think they're Italian. I think this is an okay. Italian person. Duracell, and though, like the battery. I think I, I if if I'm reading this correctly, friend Duracell E. Frank Goyaia. <laughs> I don't even. Know. All right, let's see. <laughs> All right, but here is this person, and this account I just love. I, I just just watch, watch what you'll know. See what I mean. Here we go. Right, we're just gonna go with Duracell on this one. This is Duracell. See Duracell. All right, ready? And this is off. Okay, now we're ready. All right, yeah. here we go. Duracell Franco. <laughs> oh, I've I've seen this guy all over TikTok. Oh. They say he has the uh, the the feel good ink gorillas intro laugh. Exactly. Watch this. Once this is. Next. Feel good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right, one more. <laughs> That's all it is. He just whistles and laughs. <laughs> Man, see, anything's possible in this world, right? I mean, that's that is 328,000 one... followers. Yeah, that's a weird thing to get known for your laugh. Uh, <laughs> it does sound like it, it sounds like the feel good ink uh, intro. Yeah, yeah. It oh, does. that actually reminds me. Good thing you pointed that out. Oh, damn. Of course, I do. I crit. I um. tell me quickly. Do you think you could do this? Do that laugh? <laughs> no. No. Or go viral for a laugh. <laughs> Who's had the funniest genuine laugh you ever heard? Funniest laugh I've oh, ever shit. actually heard, like in person or just yeah. Uh, I don't know about in person. I'll be honest with you. I think everyone I know personally has got a pretty like normal laugh. But uh, let's the comedian Jimmy Carr. His laugh okay. is silly. S speaking so. of Carr, a good good thing you pointed that out. Because this is something that has been noted, Mister Feel Good Ink yeah. Laugher. Yeah, I've seen it on uh, on TikTok. People like making splices. And guess what? He did it himself. Watch this. Oh, he did. Watch That's this. Funny. <laughs> 
La bella è gonfia! La bella è gonfia, va! Okay, I got enough time before they could call that because I've heard in my head, oh shit, the copyright. But I think we'll be okay there. It'll be fine. But yeah, don't give up, people. You could you could get hundreds of thousands of dollars from just laughing. How do you, how do you think that guy is? Probably like sixty five. Yeah, I was gonna say late sixties. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like I don't know what his job was. Is maybe he still works, but the fact that he could probably make that laugh his his job till he's done working now, isn't that just crazy? <laughs> There's too much money on the internet. I'm gonna say that right yeah. now. Yeah, that's crazy. He can laugh like that till he's what seventy something and just make how much money? Just bonkers amount of his, money. I bet. And when did his son realize? Well, Dad, just let me whistle. You laugh. Here comes the stacks of cash. I don't know, but not fast enough. I'm going to say it right now. I would have been trying that out from like, you know, 14. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be cashing on that as soon as possible. But um, sometimes people just like, I don't know. We'll see how relevant this guy still is, you know. Once he next. hits his uh, $3 million Super Bowl commercial doing a laugh. Right. That'll exactly. be his peak. Have, it's like the, uh, you know, the, the Norwalk crew. Matt knows about them. Uh, the Demilios. They had. Well, no, they didn't laugh, but they they had like a real good run. That's me laughing at them. Oh, gotcha. Uh, they had a real good run of being famous. You know, TikTok made them go viral. They got some deals out of it, like Duncan and whatnot. Sold a couple books and makeup, and now they've kind of faded away into, you know, D yeah. tier, whatever it is, internet celebrity. Man, people so, were telling me they're the next Kardashians. I mean. In and fairness, it didn't work. You know, to, uh, what's it called? Do you want to? You have to put skin in the game to stay in the game. So yeah, I, guess I mean, try. But I've dealt know. with like virality quite a few times, and like you can't do the same thing over and over and over and over again and keep being popular. Right. Like this like laugh you, will eventually run. Out. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> he could change to something else. Like if he now that he has all eyes on him, he has to dr- do something different that will also attract attention and just mm-hmm. bank off of that. Like if he keeps doing the same thing slowly, it'll just start to fade, which I mean, is fine. If, like he doesn't care, you know, he can yeah, just be what, vibing. Yeah. My thought is he probably doesn't, isn't doing this to make any money. He's probably just got that laugh and people find <laughs> it funny <laughs> and he'll, yeah. at, that if, laugh is stuck yeah. in my head. I'm sorry. Yeah, People will make, you know, people will uh, make him do that laugh in public places and he'll do it because he finds it funny. And yeah. that's that. He'll 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 be good for like a quick like, you know, when you're scrolling, be like, ha, the laugh guy's doing it in a library. You'll hit a laugh, a like button, and then move it's, on. It's with like the day. guy who the belly dancer from Turkey with that song "Scum Deli Bum Bum." Oh it's yeah, Bum Bum Tony. You know, yeah, I know you're belly talking dancer? about. I don't know. That's a one. I don't want to risk the copyright. That's but fine. I'll look it up. You'll separately. see. All right, but this guy, this guy's hilarious. I have to show you these two clips. I'm sorry, they're both a little long, but trust me, I really think this guy's about to be a comedic star. His name is Juliano Hodges. And let me show you these two videos, please. Just please. I literally cried at work watching this and was on the floor to see what this guy actually did. And he also showed how you could be funny on Zoom, too. 
But first, let me show you the skit he did, and then I have to show you the other one. I'm just amazed by this guy, Juliano Hodges. Here we go. The video of you? Yes. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, word. So he asked some guy to take a video of him. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the channel. And today we have a new bit for you guys. It's pretty crazy, but I am a fan. So today I'm going to be teaching you on how to kiss a stranger. Treat me like white teeth. Don't get me dirty. I just gotta Dog, why are you stopping though? <laughs> like, are we trying to like get this cooking or not? Because you're looking good, dog. Cameraman, he just <laughs> randomly gets it's still just filming there. <laughs> oh, man, starts making out with the notebook. Joe <laughs> Loss. Joe Loss for real. You can keep the phone too. <laughs> So I've seen like, like that—that's like a trend on TikTok where you get people to record you and then you do some like really weird shit. But uh, but I've never seen someone hold the camera and just not <laughs> give it back for that long. Yeah, I would have given him the phone back. At yeah, some point, right. He's a trooper. This guy—he passed the vibe check. He clearly thought it was funny. He was clearly yeah. Into oh this. yeah. Like, <laughs> He's but, like, oh, um, if I keep recording, this is just going to get better and better. <laughs> exactly. No, he clearly was in on it. I'll be honest. Maybe this is because I'm getting old. But I can see myself in that Walmart as this is happening. And I'd just be so annoyed. Not like I wouldn't be <laughs> like, I wouldn't say anything, to be clear. People <laughs> should enjoy themselves. I'm not going to ruin someone's fun. But I'm, I'm not, if I'm in electronics and a guy is chasing someone through electronics trying to kiss him, which can be like... <laughs> With the phone, obviously, specifically, like with the phone, like <laughs> it's clearly recording for TikTok. I just could be like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, kudos to everyone who worked at that Walmart for just, just letting this happen, because the- I don't know that I would have been I, I feel like I would have been like, oh, again, and this probably happens a bunch in fairness. Oh, in every store ever with every content creator ever. Yeah, I, this, this especially at Walmart specifically, which I so weird that that's the funny one. But it is mm-hmm. the funny one. Walmart's the funny one. For real. Let me show you one more Juliano clip. I have this planned. Definitely got it. It might be a copyright infringement, but 
It's worth it. I have yeah. a plan on how to edit around it. If this actually happens, if they get the copyright lawsuit, you'll definitely yeah. hear it on the audio side. But fuck it. This video is too good to not show. And I sent it to a bunch of people. Whoever responded, I got a mixed reviews of hilarious LMFAO to what is this cringe, all of that. <laughs> but here is Juliano on like Omegle, Omegle or Chat Roulette, one of those apps where you could talk to strangers. Talk. Let me show you how hilarious this guy really is. And I, the only time I will risk the copyright infringement for the song, but it's a part of the clip. So hopefully we can work around it or we'll just edit or we'll just edit it. And we're recording this a day earlier so we could test it out to see if, uh, if they get mad. But either way, let me show you what I'm talking about. Here is Juliano talking to some strangers on a video chat website. Hello. It's called Going Max Riz When They Least Expect uh, Hi, my name is Juliano. Juliano, what do you do for a living? Uh... Are you a homosexual? Ew, yuck, no. Oh, you, you a heterosexual? Uh, whatever means where I like, uh, bitches. Bitches. <laughs> I love bitches. How do you make a bitch come? Uh... Uh... Beating it up. <laughs> How you beat it up? You, you beat. I ain't never came up from the beating it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. How do you make a woman come? That is a topic at hand. That's uh, a topic at hand. I think you a homosexual, friend. I think I think you a homosexual. You don't even know where to start, do you? No, I do. <laughs> he okay. needs to be who he is. Cause no. You, I'm not being honest. I'm, I'm, I am. I, I like girls. Okay, so who the last girl you had sex with? Stand up. Stand up. Hold on. Stand up. Hold on. Sasha. Stand up. Show me your stroke from the front. Juliana, let me see that stroke. First of all, since you're asking me some questions, um, you're, you're very beautiful. Are you a model? No, I suck dick for a living. Oh, well, if that's the case, then, um, I can show you, uh, how- Oh, yeah, show us. Show us. That's what you do for a living. Oh. Let me help you with some of that work. Let me help you with some of that work. <laughs> God damn. Hey, what you hiding underneath that skirt? Get them yams back there. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this? Your dream come true, Shawty. Where you stay at? You in California? <laughs> Shorty, what you doing with all that 
All that movement back there. Fuck around where you stay at. I said where you stay at. Alright, Shorty, I want you to play close attention. Okay. Cause this right here is how I'm gonna lay it down on you. How you gonna lay it down on me? <laughs> nice and steady. Ooh. Speed it up. Ooh. I'm gonna give you a little something, something you ain't never had before. What I ain't never had before? The nectar. He's just insanely <laughs> dancing right now, everybody who's listening. The weirdest the gyrations ever. The woman with two stars to speak. <laughs> <laughs> he did a backflip on his bed. <laughs> and this woman is, is losing it. How the fuck do I get off of here? No, don't leave. How the fuck do I exit this? Oh, so you don't know how to leave? Let's get it. I'm about to see it. Yo, 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 yo. Get me out of here, bitch. I'm gonna say, like, why are you trying to leave, babe? Like, no, I thought we were picking up some good ass vibes, and now you're just gonna try and do it right now, <laughs> no, 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 no. I heard you like you're talking about you uh SD for living type shit. Like, yo, like literally fucking count me in. Like if you need someone to collaborate with type shit, like literally bang my fucking line because like you're mad oh. fucking sexy for sure. Oh, help me out of here. <laughs> nah, here wait, one second. We went out. <laughs> so you got a man or anything? Like what's good? Uh, how do uh, exit uh, don't end it because it's gonna end the whole thing. I just wanna get him off. Yo, 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 hey, do you have a man or not? He transformed to a brat. <laughs> Did anyone fucking screen record that? <laughs> All right. I know that was a little long, but what, what a what a what a ride, huh? That was my favorite. I'm sorry. I just saw the comment. Juliana's not a homosexual. <laughs> the top the top comment. <laughs> yeah, so I don't eat how do I explain this? That was just Max Max he he can act. He said Max Riz. I mean yeah, there's three Riz. different characters. That was yeah. Good. 
went from some simp to just like you know the Steven to Stefan, mm-hmm. and then he turned it to Brad and Chad all within two minute, two and a half minutes. Carl, what do you think of Juliano? <laughs> I I actually thought that was pretty funny. I thought she was funny too. Yeah, yeah. Was she was that real, Matt, or was that a collaboration between the two of them? Like, was that no? A skit, that was a real was person. A... No, that was a real yeah. person. He pranked on Omegle or whatever the chat room. Yeah. One of those. He really uh, the the third character or the last character there just felt like a Alberta oil rig dude, bro. Kind of like yeah, my sister's, right? like my sister's fiance. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's like a bratted Chad. Miami person. I, I kind of got the same vibe. I got like a like a hockey player. Yeah, vibe. <laughs> actually, when he was vaping out of a crayon. Did carton. anyone? Has anyone ever seen? Um, oh God, Leonard Kenny. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen that show. <laughs> yeah, like, like Josie, Jowsy, whatever his name is. That one, the one, the the two hockey players. One of them is very similar to that. Yeah, um, that. Yeah, that guy's really talented, though. That had me dying. And there's plenty of other videos of him messing with people. Like, it's like Kara said, you, when you go viral, you have to do something different every time. That, yeah, he, he's really doing like, it. Messing with people it seems to be his shtick, but like he's got different mediums of it. So Right. He's doing it different ways. So that's the best of both worlds. When you have something you're known for, but you can do it in an interesting way over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. Pretty hilarious stuff, am I right? Um, so to wrap this up, our final account to highlight, um, and Ryan, we did this last week, um, but we had to edit it out, but Mm -hmm. I do want to introduce this guy again. His name is Jacob Hoff. He does top 10 lists and he's just hilarious on his commentary. So why don't we see how he feels and where did my clip go before we do this? Okay. So this is pretty much him commenting on hilarious top 10 lists. Simple as that. So let's get this rolling real quick. Okay. So what was that, Ron? Nope, you're good. All right. So here is Jacob Hoff's top five celebrities who should shut the fuck up. All right, let's do this. Top five celebrities who should shut the fuck up. Number five are all the women on The View. Everything <laughs> they have to say is ridiculous, and the hens are a crowing today. So, hens, let's have some chicken feed and quiet down. Number four is Meghan Markle. Listen, <laughs> honey, you decided to marry into the royal family one of the most established and uh you know talked about written about families in the world and then you want to complain about how miserable it is well as they say heavy is the head that wears the crown honey if you ain't cut out for royalty get out with the peasants number three is aoc aoc shut the fuck up Okay, you're not some little, oh, I worked at a bar, some plebeian (laughs) girl. You're a rich girl like all the other people you claim to hate and eat the rich. Shut up. Number two, 
both dudes running for president, okay? One of you <laughs> can't even formulate a sentence, and the other one can't formulate a sentence without pissing off most of the United States. Like, <laughs> both of you, hush! If you like this list and want more lists about other nonsense, follow me and leave me a comment with who you think should shut the fuck up. And maybe it's me and I don't really care. Also follow my Instagram <laughs> fiance Samantha, who I've tagged. Number one is Kanye West. Top five oh, celebrities right. who should- <laughs> That's a fair one. Yeah, fair enough. Number one is Kanye West. No explanation needed, just Kanye West. <laughs> All right, do we agree with his list? I mean, it's only five, right? So that's it's hard to pick five. I don't know that I'd pick the same five, but I can make a case for that five. I could see how you'd get to that five, you know? I like the, the mm. view. Yeah. That was a fun <laughs> They should fun shut one. the fuck up. <laughs> the, I like that he wrote the view heads. Uh, yeah. I mean, a little derogatory, obviously, but kind of funny. Um, <laughs> the view heads. Um, but yeah, no, the view is probably at this point well past its sell its sell by date. I don't think the view yeah. is relevant. I don't think people care about it anymore. But yeah, the view is a funny one. Uh, I did like the both dudes running for president one. Uh, <laughs> because the way the way the way he said it was really funny. It was like um you could you could have done that just those two. Uh to be honest with you the reasons why they need to stop talking. Um so I I like that one too. Uh and Kanye. Yeah. He does need to stop. And let's do one more list. Keep the fast food. Let's keep the fast food theme going here. Here's his top 10 dirtiest fast food restaurants. Dirtiest. Right. Okay. Here we go. Dirtiest fast food restaurants. Number 10 is Taco Bell, which has the uh, best score of all that have been ranked, actually. Number nine is McDonald's, uh, probably those dirty-ass ice cream machines. Number <laughs> eight, KFC, which has had salmonella outbreaks. Uh, number seven, Subway, which I ain't touching that one. Number six, Jack in the Box, which had a famous E. coli outbreak on their meat. Samantha's, by the way, eating some broccoli and carrots while I'm eating at Bob's Big Boy with my mom and Joe. Uh, she's scared of it all, apparently. Number uh, five, Dairy Queen. I think it's all those ice cream machines. Number four, Hardee's, which I've never even heard of. Number three... That's like, that's like Carl's Jr. Oh. Yeah, Hardee's is Carl's Jr. Yeah. Okay. Three is Wendy's. Two... You never watched NASCAR, did you? No. Is that in there? Number two is Arby's. And if you like this list and want more lists about other nonsense, follow me. Leave me a comment with the place you think would be the dirtiest. Also, follow my Instagram and fiance Samantha, who's here. Uh, finally, number one, Burger King. Top 10 dirtiest oh, fast food restaurants. That's his I do agree with. I do agree with the, the, the comment that says it depends on like location, management, all that. Because there's, in my town, there's two KFCs. One it's just it's dog shit like it has terrible mm. reviews everywhere the other one is really good um and i use or i get uh drivers on doordash getting mad at me sometimes when i order <laughs> from the good kfc because it's way farther but i give them a big <laughs> ass tip for the drive and they're like can you order from the one closer next time like no i'm sorry <laughs> the KFC. greatest uh, the good kfc and the bad kfc i'm gonna say i think that might be a canada thing I never choose to go to KFC 
there are better places to get fried chicken in like, in the states that are not like fast food chains. How like how okay Popeyes versus KFC? You prefer Popeyes? No KFC. Popeyes is horrible. Okay, yeah. I, so many people here like when Popeyes came here, they started preferring Popeyes. But like for me, KFC, I really like the flavor of the breading, but the meat is just way too greasy. If that makes sense. Oh, it's it's so greasy. It's so yeah, but greasy. If if I could have that flavoring with less greasy chicken, I'd be super happy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we have That's the next funny. video playing in the background uh, yeah, I'm just, I need one more funny one that wasn't as funny as I thought and so we're going to take the risk with this one this one seems funny top 10 restaurant chains in danger of closing alright let's aim it for this and if it doesn't hit well we will next week with it so <laughs> here we go it's going to have to add Wendy's with its surge pricing to the list Chains in danger of closing. Number 10 is Ruby Tuesday. I guess the Rolling Stones predicted this one years ago with their song <laughs> Goodbye Ruby Tuesday. I mean, who's going to miss this place? It's fucking Applebee's, right? Number 9, Boston Market. I think when Boston Market closes, the sodium level of everybody's blood will just <laughs> drastically drop. Number eight, Steak and Shake. I've never been to a Steak and Shake. I know people profess their love. Number seven, Joe's Crab Shack. Also <laughs> never been here, but I know it's Crab a family shack. staple. I'm going to rub some of this stuff on my face. You know when people always do the get ready with me videos and they sit there and rub and rub? I'm like, what are you rubbing in for so friggin' long? Jesus Christ. Number six, Noodles and Company. Never been there, never even heard of it. Number five, mm -hmm. TGI Fridays. Another Applebee's with a different <laughs> uh, front, okay? Number four, Friendly's, which is sad because they're just like a nostalgic ice cream place. Number three, mm. Qdoba, the lesser Chipotle. Yeah. Sayonara, <laughs> Number two, Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings is trying to do too much, okay? Stick to the wings, stick to the booze on a Wednesday night. You can get tanked and loaded up on wings for like 10 bucks. If you like this list and want more lists about other nonsense, follow me. I'm fiance Samantha, who I've tagged. Number one, Fuddruckers. Top 10 restaurants. Fuddruckers? What is Fuddruckers? That's Ruckers? a southern one, I believe. That's a I have deep south. Never stepped foot in nor ever been near any one of those places. <laughs> I've been to some of those places. Uh, yeah, Boston Market closed in Norwalk. Yeah, Boston Market did actually close near us. There's one in uh, Jersey. Near I've never seen. Yeah. I've never seen any of those in Canada except Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like a joint place with Fat Burger. Really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they the like combo. share a building. Yeah. So, like so that's actually how a lot of KFCs and Taco Bells are. Yeah, same same here, here yeah. But um Buffalo Wild Wings, that one's weird to me because I think anyone who's a big sports fan would admit freely and without reservation that they're always a little tempted to watch a game at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um uh, like you get the wings for a, re a reasonable price, all of the games are on. I I don't see Buffalo Wild Wings going away so long as sports on television. Uh, I mean, it's pretty people. popular in my town, at least. I just haven't had it, but yeah. Um, I will say though that uh, Qdoba is just the lesser Chipotle. It's like yep. Chipotle, Chipotle light, and so th there. Yeah, I could see them going away. Yeah, should be good stuff, but we're not going anywhere, and that'll wrap <laughs> up today's show. Great work, Howard. Great work, Ryan. 
we'll see you next week and see how crazy our world gets.